You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mashal's Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I'm here with Mikey Kenny, also known as Keylock. What's up, everybody, and what's up to all the people in the chat? Yes, this is episode 50, the big episode, because it's 50. Like, 50 is a big number. Is <laughs> it? Is podcast. it a big yes. number? It's like 25 well, like, times, it's like two. Times yeah, yeah it's, it's okay. okay. It's, yeah. it's good. Well, considering <laughs> all of the Overwatch podcasts, right, that started when Overwatch was coming out, right? You, you know, you, you look at that, and then you look at us, and we're still here. And it, I don't know if it's because we're actually good, or is it because I'm just stubborn and I wouldn't stop talking about Overwatch? Stubborn. I'm so okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> did I, did I just... <laughs> I'll go with that. You know, I, you know, I, 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 I can kind of agree with that. But yes, we are streaming this live. We've never really done that before. I put together an overlay literally thirty minutes before we started recording this. So it's his best work, everybody. This is <laughs> this, this is him at his best. <laughs> Sorry, like this is what this is what I came up with in the th- in the thirty minutes. And you know what the funny thing about the overlay too? Because when I mean, weeks ago, months ago, we were talking about the 50th episode, and I'm like, I gotta put an overlay together, and I was trying to think of stuff, and I'm like, no, that's not gonna work, that's not good, this isn't good, you know, and I'm, and I was having a really tough time, and I, I shit you not, I was driving home, and in the last five minutes of my drive home, the overlay that's up right now is what came into my head, and it's not even, like, suit spectacular, it's very simplistic, so, I don't know, it's funny how the brain works. But uh, yes, this is uh, number episode 50. We're recording on March 28th for release on March 29th, unless you're here right now. And uh, Overwatch is a bit quiet right now, even though we just had a new hero release. <laughs> Overwatch um, is quiet. New hero just released last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the new hero just released. Overwatch is still a bit quiet. I mean, there was a bit of noise when she first came out. And it was split. Some people were like, oh, she's overpowered. Some people were like, oh, she's underpowered. And that's always going to happen. But other than that, you haven't really heard anything. But we still do have some things to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about supports getting shafted with SR again. Uh, we're going to talk about using unpopular heroes to game the SR system. Uh, there are some players apparently requesting ransoms for competitive matches, so we'll get into that. Some information on the console meta has dropped in terms of who's using what on consoles. So we'll talk about that. Got a couple weekly updates. Uh, We're not going to do any community feedback this week. One, because we didn't get any. And two, because, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the features of Overwatch or what we think uh, is going to be happening. But before we get started with that, uh, anybody who was listening for the first time, and I kind of doubt you're in the live stream right now, but if you're in the live stream right now, hello. Maybe look at the camera. Hello. And, um... If you listen for the first time right now, thank you very much for taking the time 
to uh you know listen to us because you know that's it's gonna be like an hour and 90 minutes of us talking about overwatch that you're gonna lose right now so thank you for you're gonna lose like it's a bad thing that they're doing this (laughs) like you're gonna lose this time it's gonna be time is the only thing you can't get back so anytime you spend listening to the show we appreciate it uh watchpoint radio we do talk about overwatch news and some esports but primarily we focus on the community and the state of the game so that's what you're going to hear from us mike why don't you tell them how your week in overwatch has been it's been wonderful because i've been playing nothing but orissa um <laughs> pissing my teams off because i have yet to master her um <laughs> who has really so, but she's fun. I've been having a lot of fun playing her. Um, more in like a, a space that isn't like four Arisas, you know, or anything crazy like that. Um, but I don't know. It's been fun. Like I've been. It, it's nice to have a new hero that like mixes things up. I love pulling people off of ledges and into the fray when they don't want to be. That's a really great thing to do, uh, <laughs> especially in Hanamura, pulling like people like away from that top right ledge or from the top left if there's a sniper up there. Um, but yeah, I, especially like drawing people into the well. I think she's not, people need to start using her more in the well. Cause it's just too easy to pull people in. Uh, but do, you know, do we, do we know what the, the range is on that move where she can, pull I don't, people in? I don't know the exact range, but they might want to tone it down. <laughs> It's it's it feels like it's at tone it down levels. Like it's a little, I don't I, I I can't tell you the exact distance, but um but other than that, I think if anything, I I almost don't want to tone it down because I think she's just a little bit uh not as good as other tanks are. But I'm not gonna say she's complete trash yet because she's only been out for a week in the wild. So we'll see how see how it goes. Right. Well the thing at least you had a week in Overwatch. I got a confession to make, folks. This is my second week in a row that I have not been able to play Overwatch. And it's not because I don't want to play Overwatch. It's not because I'm tired of Overwatch. I want to play Overwatch. I want to play Overwatch badly. I miss the sweet, salty tears of those people that I kill. I really do. I miss the sweet, salty tears, and I want them badly in my life. But I honestly have just not had the time to do it. Um... A lot of you guys know that uh, I kind of run the show over here at Mash Those Buttons, so there's a lot of stuff that I have to do on the back end. Every show that comes out goes through me. It goes through in a vigorous uh, quality check, which I'm pretty sure some of my producers really don't like (laughs) when I have to send stuff back. Yeah, he's, he's a hard ass when it comes to editing. Yeah, so like I that that really, that happens, and we also have some additional projects that we're working on. So a lot of that's been getting out of control. No, nah, sorry, that shouldn't say out of control, but it's been it's been taking a lot of a lot of time. I mean, I haven't even beaten Horizon Zero Dawn yet, to, to be honest with you. Um, I spent a lot of time doing side quests, and I know there's not much to do left in the game with the primary quests, and I still haven't beaten it. So, yeah, it just I haven't had a lot of time, and I'm I'm missing Overwatch right now a lot, to be honest with you. I kind of feel like a fraud. Like here I am doing an Overwatch podcast, haven't played Overwatch in two weeks, and I don't even want to talk about competitive. I've only played one competitive game this season across across all three platforms, and it was a draw. It was when I <laughs> talked about that guy who. That guy who was on my friends list invited me to the game, didn't say anything. He fucking, uh, you know, he goes directly into a match. 
And then he, <laughs> he insta-locks Bastion, and we made a draw. Oh, oh, do I, uh, and I, I guess we might, since we're doing it live, we might as well, uh, you know, pull on some stuff from the chat if need be, but, um, well, Mike just responded back to you, but basically, uh, when a show comes in, uh, I, I edit everything. Like I, I, I go through He's kind it, of a control it. freak. Yeah. I'm not a control freak. I just want the quality to be good. That's just all. It, it's tough. But if anyone it's- asks him, like, how to edit a show. He'll be like, why do you want to know? You're going to leave? What you doing? <laughs> when have I done that? When, okay, I did that one time and I was joking. I was actually joking when I did that. I was like, why do you want to, you want to leave? Like, like that's, I, that was not serious. <laughs> that was not when I said that to that, to that person. <laughs> it's yeah, but no, like I, uh, I, you, the thing is, like, right, to edit podcasts, you need tools, right? And I pay like I pay fifty dollars a month for the tools that I use, you know. So and I can't ask somebody else to do that, you know. I can't really ask somebody, hey, I need you to get these great editing tools so you that you can edit podcasts and then spend hours of time because however you how however you long you record, right? You're probably gonna spend almost twice that amount of time editing the show. It's a, it's a big time. It's so that that's me. It's not me being a control freak. It's me realizing that people aren't getting paid for this. I can't just ask somebody to do that shit for me. So, um, but we'll see. Well, uh, hopefully, uh, when uh, some of these projects start to come to a close. Uh, oh, actually, well before, well before the projects come to a close, uh, I'll definitely be playing Overwatch. If I don't play Overwatch this week, I'm going to throw something at somebody, and then John well, will be no. podcasting because John well, will be in jail. So. <laughs> Won't take much. <laughs> Won't take much. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get into our topics. Like I said, we don't have like a, a, a main story. There were some patch notes, but they were all, um, you know, like fixes, right? They were like, you know, a Buck, couple fixes, yeah. nothing, nothing big, nothing I even knew was broken, to be honest <laughs> with you. Well, you haven't been playing this week. How would you know if shit was broken? That is true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so... Yeah, we're just going to go ahead and get into our topics here. Uh, the first is the biggest news, I guess, that's coming out of the community right now is that supports are getting shafted in terms of SR. So for your, for those who don't remember, in Season 2, because they kind of fixed it in Season 3, in Season 2, if you were uh, playing like a Mercy main, a Zingata main, a Lucio main, you know, any type of healing support, because in Season 2, uh, not that many play, people played Symmetra until she got her buff. Uh, but... um. You know, if you were actually now was in season three too, so nobody played Symmetra in season two uh, for competitive. But in season two, if you were a support main, one your placement matches would generally place you lower, and two, it was like you wouldn't get that much SR for a win. You just wouldn't get that much SR for a win, and you get a, a shit ton of SR for a loss. Oh, uh, you lose a shit ton of SR for a loss, mm-hmm. right? And that was pretty demoralizing. It was hard to find people who would would want to still main support after that, and it caused some trouble because some people who should be playing support, who should not be playing DPS, or maybe shouldn't be playing tank, were playing tank and DPS because they wanted those SR gains, which I totally understand. I totally why get it. why play something that handicaps you? Exactly, like you want to climb, and supports should have the same opportunities that everybody else has like, i don't understand what it is about the sr system that they can't balance that 
properly. There is a theory that we're going to get into uh, on the next, like in, in a couple minutes here, to to that maybe shed some light on that. But at the same time, it's just like, why is this a problem again? What did they change? Because I've I. I didn't hear about supports getting a bunch of SR because you know I swap between. I'm I'm a I'm a flex player, so I I when it comes to competitive, when I play competitive, I'll play whatever is needed, you know. So most of the time I do play tank, and then I'll play DPS secondary, but I also will do support as long as it's not mercy. I tell people if you want me to play mercy, you're gonna die. I yeah, guess. you you get you you don't need to do that. You, <laughs> you 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 go back to shooty shooty bang bang. Don't 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 try to come into the healing turf. Don't don't do that. You hear Mike trying to play me, right? This is why we have problems. <laughs> this is why we have problems. Like he's like, oh no, you go ahead and do that. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to come in here with my soldier like missing all my headshots left and right either. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm not I'm not I'm I'm just heel shaving. I mean you can bullet shave me all day. I, I don't really care, but I'm just no, saying it's not like I can't play a support at all. I can play Anna, even though I I typically don't like to because she's so far away from the fight. I typically like to get uh, B Zenyatta or Lucio. You can play Anna. Clo- you can play a mid range Anna. Yeah, you can, but I don't like it. Like I mean, <laughs> if you want to play, if you want to play Anna effectively, you should be playing far away. No, unless you want the grenade effect- down. What's that? Unless you try to throw the grenade down or get sleep. Oh, parts. you can lace those grenades, man. You can throw bullets down the field. Like you, you can do that. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're wrong, like, but I'm just, just saying. Bam, Tom Brady, bow. You know, or uh, yeah, yeah. You just all day. Just you can do with those grenades. I mean, I do it all the time, but I, I just prefer not to. The only map I actually, to be honest with you, the only map I actually like playing Anna on for some reason, King's Row, offense. That's the only map. Well, there's like a lot pref- of alleyways and ways to like hide and like I that makes sense to me. Like yeah, but like yeah, I mean I I can, I, I can Lucio well, I can Zenyatta. Uh, my favorite support to play is Zenyatta because I can heal, but I, at the same time I can help with the fight. When I play Mercy, it really doesn't feel like I'm helping with the fight. No, you Mercy's about picking up your. It's making sure like people don't do stupid shit, and if they do do stupid shit, you can fix it. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I really don't want to. I don't want to babysit, right? Like, if Zenyatta, if I, if I have some, if I have somebody like playing Roadhog and they're sucking at it, they're missing all of their hooks. They're not hitting any shots. I'm like, you fucking idiot, and throw like a, a, a orb of healing on them, or yeah, orb of, yeah, like a um. Actually, is it, what is, what is what's the healing orb called? Is it? Just a orb, orb of healing because you know no, obviously it's like harmony or something. Orb of like harmony, that. yeah. So orb of harmony, I throw on them, and then I just fucking just put discord on somebody else, and I rail at them with Zenyatta because Zenyatta has cannons, by the way, in case you didn't notice. <laughs> so, but yeah, either way, supports you know have been like I, I don't understand why they would change something to put supports back into this position. You know, like why? And the, why? Why hurt a class that already people don't want to play? Exactly. <laughs> and then on top of that, man, this is just more evidence. Like there was, there was actually an article. Like when I was going through the topics for the show, there was an article that came across, and it talked about why SR the SR system was so bad, and actually compared the SR system in uh, Overwatch with other games like um, Counter Strike, for example. And why it's a bad idea. 
And I didn't want to bring it up because we've already talked about the SR system not being good. I got to be honest, I don't think the SR system is ever going to be. I'm not going to. Well, I don't think it'll ever be perfect, there's, but yeah. there's always going to be major problems. Always going to be major problems with it when you have a personal skill system, like a personal skill rating, right? For a team based game, it shouldn't exist. Or I, I mean, you, the problem is like you're trying to blend this like MOBA style ranking system in with a shooter style ranking system at the same time. It's kind of they kind of just butt heads. I feel like but I don't know. Yeah, like it, it really shouldn't. Uh, it, I, I really don't think that it should. Uh, it shouldn't be in place. It, to be honest with you, I don't think it's really going to work out that great until. We get competitive queues, separate competitive queues. We talked about that. You need a solo queue, a duo queue, you know, maybe a triple queue. <laughs> Wait, so. What? You're just going to have a queue for every set team, like single, duo, triple, quad, quint, well, sept? We, well, this, when you look at it, it's not unheard of, uh, and it works in other games. Like, if you look at StarCraft... Actually, in StarCraft, and I'm not saying they do this for Overwatch because people would flip the fuck out, and also LFG systems wouldn't work out that great. But in StarCraft, every team you form, if they if the team isn't the same, like if it's a different person, it gives you it starts you off with a new rating. It, that's what it does. It gives you a new rating for that team, which from a from a from a technical standpoint should actually be the case with Overwatch because every team should have their own rating. Because of how they're doing, like that's that's kind of the well. Deal. I mean that. I mean to me, there should just be like there should be a solo queue competitive and a and a six six v six competitive. Yeah, but I think you still want that duo so that you can do like fills, like like a solo, a duo, a quad, and a six. Yeah, may, I could see maybe a duo, but obviously quad quint is not possible because there's no way to like make those numbers work to where you have like a six man out of that from fillers. Well, you can um, you can take somebody from a quad and a duo, but wouldn't up. that not be fair to judge the duo based fighting a quad? Duo fighting the quad. I mean, like if you have a quad, you put them with a duo. Yeah, but wouldn't it be unfair for the duo? Oh, you mean just in case the quad sucks? Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, but- it would literally. I think you could literally do one v. You do. Solo, duo, and triple, because, I mean, whatever. But, because you can have, like, three... There's either, like, six different people, three sets of teams, or two sets of teams on a team. So, I mean, it's it's kind of up in the air. Right, At yeah. that point. But either way, uh, I don't think there's been any talk from Blizzard about how they're going to fix this. Honestly, I think if they would just freaking make a... If, if they would just make a solo and a, at least a full team competitive it wouldn't be so bad the only problem with that is they might have to raise the cost of the golden guns because now you're getting gold points for two competitive ranks or whatever versus one um i guess technically speaking yeah you're right you got a point there or get get rid of the i don't know that'll be a bad that that kind of would kill part of the reward for getting a um uh for getting high rank, I was gonna say they can get rid of the end game, the end uh, season rewards. Mm. So I don't know, but uh, what I was talking about is like the you know the whole getting shafted for support, like the, the SR for supports getting shafted. 
Um, Blizzard has not said anything about it, and they kind of need to address it because people are getting pissed. Um, they need to say something like, "We're looking into it. We're checking it out." Well, like, you know, I mean, we're gonna talk about something later too. That that's kind of involving this if it actually true. comes to fruition. Oh uh, yeah. Well, actually, let's move on to our next topic, which is using unpopular heroes to game the SR system. Now, this came from a, a Reddit post, which you know we'll have that in the show notes uh, tomorrow. Well, when the when the show goes live on iTunes, but there was a there, there was a conversation I was on Reddit talking about how uh, a player uh, playing Sombra noticed that he was getting more SR per win with Sombra than he was with any other hero and or any other any of the popular heroes like if he used soldier 76 or if he used roadhog or something like that but you know using Sombra on his wins he would get more sr and on his losses he'd get less you know he'd ha- he'd take less of a hit and he believes it's because less people play Sombra, so there's less data on Sombra. I mean, Which, maybe, but it's really hard to prove that. Does that make sense? It is. It is. I mean, like he kept track of his, um, of his wins and losses and stuff like that. We need to do testing on a larger scale. To be honest with you, we need like you know more people to take that risk, right? And now it's actually more risky than it's riskier than ever because if you play an unpopular character and you go on a losing streak, you actually getting end up getting put in a lower rank or a lower. Uh, tier right yep then the season's over the next season that starts you're probably going to start in that same area and sometimes that's really difficult to be uh to pull yourself out of even though i have to admit um i've been hearing a lot of reports from people who have been uh pulling themselves out of bronze and out of silver into gold platinum and even into master so that's great guys you got to keep that up uh you got to keep playing Try not to tilt. It is very difficult. <laughs> it is very difficult. The lower you are, the worse it is. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it's really hard not to tilt at those lower levels. Like, yeah, really hard is. not to. Seriously. But uh, that's the thing. Like, we definitely need more data, but it kind of makes sense, right? It makes sense that because less people are playing the character, there's not much data. So it may seem like you're actually doing very well with the character when you're probably just doing average if more people just played her. You know, yeah. Not to mention one, it's she's an unpopular character, and when most people play her, since they don't play her that often, they probably suck at it. So you probably have a lot of people who are playing that character, and their data is is, is shit. And then you have somebody who's playing average, and he just looks great because he's not fucking up, or he or she's not fucking up all the time. You know, so that's that's interesting. <laughs> I, I think that could be a case. He also had another theory as to why supports are having the problem that they are and he's saying that the, the reason supports like well healing supports let's be honest because symmetric should be defense <laughs> <laughs> healing supports are having the problem with getting such low sr gains and you know uh, and getting hit with those sr losses because so many people play them i mean you're talking at least one healer every game possibly two unless you're in bronze i've seen people talk about bronze or show me screenshots where nobody's a healer in a bronze competitive match i'm like have mercy <laughs> that is <laughs> literally literally yeah. just have have a mercy yeah just, just take her <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it would make a lot of sense like th- i mean that that theory does make a lot of sense that there's a lot of people playing 
uh, healers. So there's a lot of data that goes in with that. And if you are, you know, if you are sitting in the middle there, you're not going to get that much SR. You're probably going to get like what? 20 SR gain from a, from a win. If that, if that, you know, maybe 20, 20 to 25 SR, you know, lost from a loss. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty, it's pretty damning. Like, <laughs> that, that's pretty bad. It's pretty, da- it's pretty damning. Like, it's like, why would you play that? Like, it, it, it's adding. <sighs> yeah, it's just bad. Needs, needs to be addressed as soon as they can. Yeah, if that's the actual case, that's the thing. Like, we don't know enough about the SR system to make, you know, truly educated guesses because blizzard they won't say anything about it they don't tell you anything about how the sr system works that's because they don't want people gaming the system i mean it makes sense why they keep it so secret like honestly it does yeah i I really don't have any beef with that but it's frustrating to players when you don't when you see you getting you're not getting any sr for a win and you're getting destroyed on a loss and then you just go to quick play and enjoy the rest of your life anyways (laughs) <laughs> um, but we do know some things we do know that is definitely based on the character that you pick and how well you play that character it's actually not really based on how close the match was that i think that's part of the, the a big problem like you can have a match that goes into overtime the opposing team wins in overtime by the grace of god right it was such mm-hmm. a close match and then you lose 25 sr from that loss like I would think a cl- like a close match, you should be losing less SR. Yeah, right? but, but I think that it has should a you lot also be you should also be winning less SR as well. Yes, on a very close match, I think you should be winning less SR. Because, and we'll go through this again for those who missed it before. The SR system is not a ladder. The SR system is built to place you into competitive matches, or place you with people, or uh, put you into um, matches with people who. Uh, are around your skill. So the SR system is actually built to keep you there. It's actually supposed to lock you into where you are. So for people having trouble getting out of their rank, you know, climbing out, that's part of the the issue. Like if you're actually supposed to be there, the SR system is designed to keep you there. Right. Which is another another fundamental problem is that people want a ladder system and not – they want a ladder system for competitive – but they want competitive matchmaking across the game. Unless you're playing 6v6 no-limit heroes. Then, you yeah. know, I don't know what type of what other type of shit that you're into in your life because that's fucking sadistic <laughs> <laughs> at this point. I mean, that's how we used to play. That's how I always used to be. We didn't that's know anything how, diff- better. Well, yeah, that's how it used to be. We always used to complain about it. Always. Yeah, I, always. Was asking, I was asking for a cue... Like a like a like a, like a uh, you know a, a non-competitive competitive queue or what did I call it a, like a, a com- competitive I forget what I called it and then they just turned around and made the quick play queue bit that and then made sixty six no limit heroes yeah which was probably a better option but yes I, I believe so quick play became way more fun when that happened so that was a good decision on that completely part. agree yeah so I mean like. <sighs> We, for you know, for a while, I think in season two was when I did a lot of research on SR, like my SR gains and losses, and you know how close the SR was with the enemy team and stuff like that. And yeah, you, you know, kind of get obsessive, like sitting in your basement 
looking at stats kind of obsessive over it for a while there. Yeah, it did. And I, <laughs> the thing is, like, they, uh, they kind of basically the the conclusions that I had drawn from it about the SR system, mainly about the bell curve, right? The fact that they dropped everybody into the middle of the competitive rank, which was to around 2,500. They kind of dropped into 2,500 and you just you slid up or down from there, um, the bell curve being too tight, they came out and fully admitted that that was part of the problem with competitive um, in in season two, and they fixed that in season three. So yep. the research was worth it. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> and, worth it. And then it went right out the door because they changed everything. <laughs> yeah, so like they changed everything. And I, I, I season three, I just didn't play that much because of Overwatch LF going down. And now season four, like my schedule has been so busy that i haven't had a chance to really play competitive so i haven't had i was planning on doing more data collection this season and i just never got around to it because of that so you know i don't know like how many weeks are we into season four at this point four three four three, so that means we have like another there. we have like another seven weeks to go i could probably get started if i had time and start collecting data but like i said no no guarantees, unfortunately. We'll see. Right. Yeah, I still have to play my. T- I've only played one competitive game. I still have to play at least my ten, so I can get what little gold, what little points I get to my golden gun. Do you have a golden weapon yet? I haven't checked if I have enough points for one or not. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not sure. I think I should have one by now, but I just haven't bought it yet, and I don't know who I want it on. Well, I mean, I. <laughs> I I think I'm getting close to my second golden gun, and I'm not sure who I'm gonna have because the only golden gun I actually wanted was Zarya's golden gun. That ghetto blaster. The ghetto blaster. I got it. So I know. <laughs> I might get Symmetra's, or I might get Anna's, or I might get. Uh, I don't want the ghetto blaster. Um. Maybe I'll get Zenyatta, and then I'll throw gold throw balls gold at orbs at people. Throw gold balls at everybody. Well, I was just all right. Gold member got it. Yeah, so yeah, that'll be fun. But let's go ahead and move on to our next topic, which is players requesting ransom for competitive matches. And who the I, fuck does this? Who who just comes into a game and just does this shit? Like this is just fucking. This is just rage inducing. Yeah. So <laughs> the report was on PS4. I haven't heard of anybody doing this on PC yet, and I really hope it doesn't become a thing. Well, they can police on PC. That's the thing, really, honestly. But go ahead, continue. They can police a bit on PC, um, but you know how they, they Blizzard moves at a snail's pace. So somebody would get would get away with this for a little bit. But anyway, so basically, what happened is this is on PS4. Player comes into a competitive match, says, "If you don't give me, if you don't send five dollars to my PayPal account, I'm going to throw the match." They didn't believe him. They didn't give him the $5. Bam. He throws the match. The frustrating part about this, besides you you having a player uh, throwing the match, is that, you know, the player goes to Blizzard and says, hey, this guy threw the match. I haven't recorded. And, you know, we, you know, something needs to be done about this. Blizzard says, we can't do anything about that player. We can't do anything about that. You have to go talk to Sony. Sony, uh, you know, has to deal with it. So the guy goes to Sony. Sony's like, we can't do anything about that. Like, we, you have to go talk to Blizzard. All this pointing fingers bullshit. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like on, on console, 
you know, and Steve just brought up in chat, like there's no reporting options, which is always an issue. Like somebody like that. First of all, the console community, I, I do know is dwindling because when I go on my, my friends list or when I, it's actually easier to see on Xbox because on Xbox you have the clubs and you just see people, less and less people being involved in the clubs on Xbox uh, way less than they used to. On PS4, it's a little bit more difficult to see, but yeah, now, you know, you have this person running around who obviously doesn't care about his competitive matches. And this wasn't, by the way, this wasn't, you know, some bronze or silver, not even a gold match. This was in Masters. This is somebody who got to Masters and now they hit, and now they're up there. They have somebody throwing matches, and that's well, really, really who who would sucks. be better to hit than the people that need to stay up there the most? That is true. The people who want it the most, like you made the masters, like you're not fucking around and getting the masters, you know? Yeah, you care to a degree <laughs> that, that, that you that you. Well, he you know, he cares enough to stay in masters too, so he must only throw so many matches and then like plays enough to stay up in there and then lather, rinse, repeat. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I wonder how much payoff he's actually gotten. I don't know, but I mean, the problem begets like, what do they do? What, what would the, what would, what needs to be done? Like, how, how do you police this? Well, first of all, I think Blizzard should take responsibility. But how, when they don't have control of the PSN account? Well, that's the thing. They need, they, they gotta, they gotta work with Sony. They have to work with Sony, you know? Well, Sony isn't going to ban their account because, I mean, that's money. You're right. Sony's not going to ban the account. Or, well, don't, don't, no, I'm sorry. There, there has to be some type of Sony. This goes under griefing. This definitely goes under griefing players, right? There has yeah. to be some type of rule on, uh, under PSN. On the EULA or something? The EULA about griefing. Because other companies have it. EA, EA, evil EA has it. You know what happens if you actually do something in an EA game and get your account suspended? You well, can't access anything on your Origin account anymore until your suspension's up. Shit. <laughs> exactly. So if EA is willing to do that, nah, like Sony can definitely do something here. Like that goes under there. There, there goes something. Uh... Oh, tell Pop Tart I said hi. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, sorry. They're they're definitely. Um... Yeah, Blizzard should definitely be able to filter by PSN name. You know what Blizzard should do? Blizzard should force you to use a Bnet account. I mean, they link it. You can link one. Well, you have the option to link one. Should be a should be a forced thing. It should be forced. Once you, if you play Overwatch, you should be forced to use a Battle.net account. I think there's probably like a Sony thing that says you can't force third party things on their network. I bet. I don't think so because if you buy. Um, if you, I know Ubisoft doesn't force you to sign in with your Ubisoft account, but EA does on certain. You have games. to. You have to sign into Origin on console. You have to sign in with uh, for certain games because you know what EA does. EA, EA, a lot, a lot of EA games are network based only, and to use to actually use the game, you have DRM. to sign into the ER. You have to sign into the EA network for DRM or whatever. Not just for DRM, but to use the game to sign in to actually access the network, you have to you have to link your Origin account for like Need for Speed and stuff like that. Yeah, and Steve says you know Blizzard should be able to filter by PSN name. PS4 just provide uh, just provides a framework for users 
to connect online. I mean, there uh, there's probably ways to do it, but like, there's don't get me wrong, there's probably like loopholes they'd have to jump through and shit like that. They have to figure out, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Bullshit, bullshit. You know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I think that if you should, if you want to play Overwatch, if you want to access Overwatch, you should have to pair your PSN account with your uh with your that net account. Actually, I'm pretty sure. For Portal, for PS3, uh, obviously, not for PS4, for PS3, you had to pair your Steam account with your PSN account. I think that was an option, though. I don't think, I'm not sure, I don't think so. Was I, it, mean, was I, it, I played Portal was on PC the way it was meant to be played. Well, so I, I think if you sure. linked it, you got the, I think if you linked the PlayStation version to your Steam account, you got the copy on Steam. That was the whole mm, reason of doing it. Maybe. Maybe. Because I, I know I didn't buy the game twice. I bought it one time on PS3 because then I didn't have to buy it again on Steam. Right. Why'd you but buy it on know. PS3? Did you not have a PC at the time? No, I did, but I was like, well, if I buy it on PS3, I get it on PS3 and Steam. If I just buy it on Steam, I don't get a PS3 version. So I was like, why I, not? I can't be mad at you as long as you played it on PC, though, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> like. But, you know, in case I had any console friends or whatever and who wanted to play, we could always just do that or no, whatever. That makes sense. That makes sense. But, um, <laughs> curtains up. We still got somebody in the background talking. <laughs> That's Randall, everybody. I just want to point out, he says he never talks when he plays Civ. I just got, I just got video recording that he did it. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there has to be something like, you know, we're here, we're sitting here debating probably more so than Blizzard is about the issue, which is a problem. Like, that is a serious issue. Uh, somebody made, you know, like, hey, I, this post was in Reddit and it was on the forums. And I have yet to see Blizzard respond to this. That that deserves a Jeff Kaplan response. Like yeah, something needs to be uh, done or 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 the other Jeff deserves a Jeff response. It deserves a Jeff response. <laughs> Jeff with a J, Jeff with a G. Somebody needs to respond to that yeah, because that's a fucking that... problem. And like I said, the Overwatch community on consoles already dwindling. One because they're not paying attention to the console community the way they should, and two because you know people just aren't taking it seriously as they used to, and shit like this. This is not gonna help. This is not gonna help. And it sucks because Overwatch is good on console. People make jokes about Overwatch on console, and it is a good game to play on console. It is. Like, yeah, I was it very is. Surprised. And I can play it on console when I don't have to aim. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it's, I don't know, but that's very demoralizing to hear, unfortunately. But yeah, if it was on PC, it would be taken care of, but eventually, I don't even, you know, Blizzard moves at a snail's pace, so we'll see. Especially the console. Especially, Especially on, the console. on console, even though they they, they kind of got around to unnerfing Torbjorn a little bit, like eh, eh, like that much, you know. So, but we'll yeah, see. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Let's go ahead and move on to our uh, our next topic. And actually, I have not been paying attention to how long we've been talking, but that's kind of standard procedure, it seems. Go figure. <laughs> go what figure. now? That- <laughs> Curtains drawn back. Now they know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just a we're just a fire we're just a, a fucking fire truck or a, a trash a trash truck on fire or something like that. <laughs> Man, I can't even say the right freaking saying. That's how much of a, of a pile of crap we are. 
Oh, what oh, a day. Mike. Anyway. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about the console meta, which, you know, basically, as we always said, there is no meta in Overwatch. There's just how it's just, it's just the characters that people use based on time. You know, there is no actual meta on Overwatch. And the meta is not gospel. Always got to throw that in there because people don't believe that. Anyway, uh, there is, a, looks like OmnicMeta.com. They released the top 10 heroes, hero mains for console. And they did it for each competitive tier, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, grandmaster. Mm-hmm. And for Overwatch to have, well, we have 23 heroes now? We have 23 yeah. heroes? I think so. Is Arisa 24? Arisa's 23. Okay. Uh, no, Sombra is 23. Yep, Sombra is 23. Arisa's 24. Let's not even count Arisa right now because she just came out. For having 23 <laughs> heroes uh, available, it's looking kind of stale, folks. I, like This picture... It's looking kind of <laughs> stale. It's, it's In the console stale. realm, it's looking kind of stale. It's looking kind of stale. Uh, so we'll, we'll just go through like this. Um, so for the bronze tier... You actually get a little bit more variety than normal because you know it's bronze tier. So you uh, at number one is Diva. At number two is Mercy. At number three is Soldier. At number four is Lucio. At number five is Reinhardt. At number six is uh, Roadhog. Number seven is Farah. Number eight is Bastion. Number nine is Zarya, and number ten is May. And I'm pretty sure that is the only list May appears on. It's actually the only wow. list. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say Bastion appears on, but that's not true. Bastion's on at least three lists that I can see right now. So, yeah, uh, it's definitely, definitely um, a little bit. Well, actually, I was going to say it's a little bit stale, but we haven't, we haven't even gotten to the rest of them. So maybe I should talk about that first. Uh, one thing should. I will say, it looks like that the support is everybody's security blanket because across <laughs> all of the tiers, like there's another chart here uh, where it says, you know, it, it you know it has percentage uh, usage by um, by class, and support is almost the same in every class. Tanks is the, is actually usually it looks like tank the tank class gets a bit more play all across the board, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, like <laughs> support is is pretty is pretty uh, solid. Uh, but let's see, let's go to silver. Silver number one is Diva. Number two is Mercy. Number three is Lucio. Number four soldier. So we got a flip flop there. Number five is Reinhardt. And now you're starting to see. Why maybe those players are in bronze and silver? Because Reinhardt's number five. I mean, for as much as we, you know, I talk about Reinhardt, he's kind of necessary for most of the, like, you know, for most of your competitive matches on offense when you're moving forward. So he's sitting at number five. That's kind of a problem. Um, you have uh, Zarya at six, Roadhog at seven, Zenyatta at eight, um, Farah at nine, and Bastion at ten. So now we get into gold, which some people think that gold is actually bad, right? Mm-hmm. If you actually look at the data, gold is where average players sit. So if you're in gold, you're an average player. If you're in platinum, you're actually you're, you're above average. You know, so there's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, you know, nothing to be laughed at. 
So right, yeah. But um, for gold, oh, somebody said something about your epic eye rolls are in the chat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Told you it was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. He is sassy, Dre. You see what I have to deal with on a regular basis. I have to look at this face as I'm talking all the time. <laughs> but for gold, we have um. Uh, number one is Mercy. Oh, and by the way, every tier from here on out, Mercy's number one. The number <laughs> one played character in every tier. And you know what this may you know what makes me sick about this? All the people in the fucking forums talking about, oh, Mercy needs buffs, Mercy needs this, Mercy yeah. needs that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> She's number one picked across the board. Across the board. <laughs> fuck out of here man and also number two Reinhardt from gold to grandmaster <laughs> Reinhardt is number two all yep. the way across the board okay Yep. so now number three uh, number three and number four get a little uh, weird because so three is Lucio in gold and four is um, Diva in gold yep but across the rest of the board, so we're talking Platinum, Diamond, Master, and Grandmaster, it alternates between Lucio and Zarya. So either yep. three or four for the, everybody else is either Lucio or Zarya. But in gold, it's D.Va. Uh, number five in gold is Soldier 76. Number six is Zarya. Number seven is Roadhog. Number eight is Zenyatta. Number nine is Farah, And number ten is Anna. For Platinum, 1-2, same. 3 is Lucio, 4 is uh, Zarya. 5 is Diva, so she's moving down a bit now. 6 mm-hmm. is Soldier. 7 is Roadhog. 8 is Farah. 9 is Inyada. And 10 is Bastion and Platinum. Why is Bastion and Platinum? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is it is it just because to make sure people didn't forget him between silver and gold, they have to reality check them in platinum? I, I think that I think that the, the problem here in platinum uh, is that when you're talking bashing and bronze and bashing and ten, you're talking about some dude grabbing you know insta lock and bashing and running around the map getting blown up half the time. When you're talking bashing and platinum, you're talking about bashing getting on the payload with a Reinhardt in front of him. That's what you're yeah. talking about. It's a different bashing I mean, play. I mean, this is the Reinhardt Mercy Bastion combo, like in this tree. So yeah, we are we're happen. still in the Bastion meta, folks. Even that that twenty percent Ironclad is still twenty percent of Ironclad. Okay, so yeah, we're still in the Bastion meta here. Uh, in Diamond, you know, one, two, Mercy Reinhardt, three is Zarya, four is Lucio, five is Soldier, six is Roadhog, seven is Diva, eight is uh, Farah. Nine is Anna, and ten is Zenyatta. Uh, and that's where you start getting some Zenyattas who are definitely pumping out a lot of damage because they're accurate. Uh, Master, one, two is Mercy Reinhardt. Three is Zarya. Four is Lucio. Five is Soldier again. Six is Roadhog. Seven is Farah. Eight is Tracer. So you, I think you, the Tracer is definitely a character that takes a bit more skill to utilize successfully. Especially, yeah, especially console. Yeah, and console is tough because she moves so quickly. Uh, so, and you would think that's that's more of an advantage for her on in lower ranks. But in lower ranks, you typically have players that don't know how to play her that well, and they end up dying. Um, right. I know I kill she, them a she's lot. She's a double. <laughs> she's a double-edged sword on console. Exactly. And then you have nine with Zenyatta, ten with Anna. 
Now, Grandmaster, check out who number 10 is. I'm going to wait for it, but I'm going to get to it. But in Grandmaster, 1-2, Mercy Reinhardt. 3, Lucio. 4, Zarya. 5, Soldiers. 6, Roadhog. Those two haven't moved in three ranks. 7 is Farah. 8 is uh, Tracer again. 9 is Anna. 10, Genji. <laughs> did you say do wait did you say tracer was eight in platinum or i'm sorry diamond or uh, no i'm sorry tra- no. grandmaster. grandmaster i'm sorry i was looking oof, where's my head at is that number 10 used character in in the competitive grandmaster for console which i mean makes sense like it's hard to use on console he, genji is hard to use on console he is i mean if you play on xbox i think he's a little bit easier to use because you can get an xbox controller that has like the paddles and stuff like that which makes it easier for uh to to to, to for him to jump and you be agile the way he's supposed to be like on pc but um yeah like he <laughs> i i rarely see sorry i see genji getting played i see a lot of dead genji on console I see a lot of dead Genji on console. If you think like Genji's, if you think, um, you know, like uh, Winston's a problem for Genji on PC, holy shit. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny on console for those who don't play. But yeah, that's what we're looking at. I mean, like in the meta for competitive is kind of stale. And if you noticed, the farther you get up in the ranks, the more stale it gets. Yeah. You know? You're going to see a lot of the same teams. I mean, obviously, this is and this is an average, but you're not going to see all of the same teams, but you're going to see a lot of the same teams. And it, I don't know, it gets a little boring, you know, to be honest with you. Not saying that that's not why I'm in, you know, I'm not in Diamond or Master because I don't want to play with boring teams. Like, no, <laughs> I just haven't made it that far on console uh, yet. But yeah, like you, you see people kind of get, s- you know, set stuck in their ways and they, and, they, and they play, you know, these characters and out of... You know, let's you know we'll count Arissa now, but you know, twenty four characters. Let's see, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven of these characters are in every list. Every single list. Yep. <laughs> you know? So that is kind of that is kind of a problem and you know, that you do want to balance characters to make them uh, more viable, but at the same time, I think the problem I have with the way Blizzard does its balancing sometimes is that they make things too powerful. You know, like Symmetra on console right now. Oh my god, so good. <laughs> no, it's, so not. Good. it's not. It's, <laughs> so not good. Good. it's good for me when I need to take out my frustrations on console. <laughs> it's not good. You know, it's just it's it, it's a pain in the ass to play with. You know, uh, because it's not necessarily. Um, it's not necessarily balanced, but it is what it is. But now we know uh, what, uh, you know, what, what the console meta actually looks like. And maybe you want to specialize in one of those characters that we talked about that are in the higher tiers. If you're trying to climb, you know, not Genji, <laughs> not Genji, not Tracer. Okay. Please don't just play Mercy. Just ride Mercy Genji. all the way. <laughs> yeah, ride Mercy all the way to the top. Oh wait, that SR thing though might take a little long. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> that is true. It is. I think Mercy um, on console on PC, she's actually easy. I don't want to say she's like really easy to kill. Don't get me wrong, but um, her mobility with her mobility on console, uh, 
it makes it a little bit harder to pin her down than it is on yeah, PC. She's she's pretty she's pretty thin yeah. as well, except for her wings. Yeah, and then you know you you know she flies around. She's always escaping from danger. So especially if you're a decent mercy. So. But uh, let's go ahead and get into our weekly updates. Weekly updates. So there's a couple things happening. Uh, one, Arissa, I guess her volume is low. I wouldn't know because I haven't played. You know, is, her, like, is, is her volume really low? That's what people it are sounds saying. Sounds fine to me. Well, and, but, and, okay. I, I guess in the heat of battle, in the heat of battle, uh, her maybe her her volume is actually pretty low. So people oh. uh, were complaining about it, and Jeff. No shit. He responds to that saying, yeah, I just talked about it with the sound guy this morning. He's going to be fixing that. How about you talk about the people who are holding competitive matches hostage? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, no, oh. we fix problems we can fix, not the problems that are, like, horribly awful. But, yeah, so, um, yeah. but, yeah, that's, Arissa, uh, her volume is getting raised. Mike, you found an article, well, not an article, but a forum post. Oh, before we move away from Arissa, side note, one more. I just go a little off topic. Um, or just to let everyone know, Arissa is playable and competitive now. Yes, that is true. I forgot to put that down like as a weekly update. And that would have been a true weekly update, right? That would have been yeah. a true weekly update that Arissa is, is now playable and competitive. So go have fun. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably not gonna have fun. By the way, <laughs> if you, if you go to choose a risk, you're putting, that, right now. putting that drum down and then just wiping the enemy team when your team is just like d- out damaging the crap out of them is great fun. What are you talking about? Mm. We'll see. I, I have I have saved points with that drum. I believe you. I believe you should. <laughs> uh, but okay. Uh, well, where was I? You disturbed me, Mikey. Oh no, I was gonna go to you anyway because I'm gonna talk about the day without healers. Oh yeah, there's this um forum post on uh, uh on the community on the on the general discussion forums right now. In response to everyone's uh upset about the SR for supports, uh they're they're trying to plan like a day without healers where no one picks healers at all. Period. And it's just how it is because they're like, why why should we suffer our SR losses to give SR to these tanks and DPS? all the time so apparently they're trying to get that started we'll uh we'll we'll see if that actually comes to fruition i i highly doubt it will but that would be funny if it ever did yeah i think it would be pretty funny and if it did um lots of uh <laughs> lots of uh anger and competitive <laughs> that day but the salt will flow <laughs> i think it's just like some people just don't i guess they just don't care or people who Normally, don't play healer. You'd be like, "Fuck it, we need a healer." I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that's what they would do. So it would, the impact wouldn't be um, as as big catastrophic as they, as they want it. As yeah. they want, it. they want catastrophic damage. They want Overwatch falling to its knees. And like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. You know? Be at the mercy. Be at the mercy of mercy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they want. Uh, I just like Mike. I just. I can't really see it happening. I really can't. So yeah. uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, one thing that I forgot to mention last week, it was, this was actually came up last week. I forgot to mention it. Uh, there is a new reporting option on the way. You will be able to report uh, poor teamwork soon. 
That is going to be very interesting, the stats behind that. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, like... I I, I understand and I appreciate the... Thought effort? The effort, yes. I, pre- I, I understand that and I appreciate it. But... I mean, if you don't play a certain way or the way somebody wants you to play, then I can totally see somebody getting upset and reporting you anyway. I, they'll probably take the option away eventually. They didn't switch to what I told them to, so they're not a good teammate. Yeah, or they didn't play, they didn't play Diva the way she's supposed to be played. You know, they played so. her like a bully instead of a damage negator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you, you, You'd hear stuff like that, right? That's what you'd hear. Yeah. And it would, uh, that would be. <laughs> Reinhardt wouldn't stop charging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You'd, you'd hear, you'd definitely hear stuff like that. So. Mercy only rezzed one person every time. Didn't say for big res. Bad Mercy reported. That's yeah. pretty much what I'm expecting. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely saying like, you know, even if you're trying something new or something, even if it's. Even Someone played Sombra. Yeah, somebody played Sombra. <laughs> They're playing off meta. We can to- I can totally see that being a problem. I I just don't think the community can manage that. You yeah. Know? Or maybe no, if they do keep good. it, they're probably gonna throw away a lot of those requests. Especially if you're somebody who uh, who reports <laughs> that often. They'll eventually put it in a spam filter. Like anything that comes in with that like bad teammate. Just goes directly to spam and just never gets looked yeah, at. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's coming, but I don't know. Actually, shit, it may be live. I don't know. I haven't opened Overwatch in two weeks. I run an Overwatch podcast. I've played zero Overwatch in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a problem. It's um, okay. Yeah. Cool. They should keep up with the stuff. Yeah, yeah, I try to. So uh, now, like I said, instead of doing community feedback, we're going to talk a little bit about the future over watching. I guess, you know, um, actually, I think it was Disco Dan and our Discord channel uh, came up with a or Discord server. He came up with something, uh, something good that we're actually going to use on the year anniversary of Overwatch. Not this, but I guess we, I kind of want to reflect a little bit uh, or talk, I shouldn't say reflect, but talk about the future of Overwatch, where we think Overwatch may be in the future because you know overwatch is it's almost a year old it's not really a spring chicken anymore i mean games like overwatch you know first person shooters after the first few months they tend to have a huge drop off in players and then only the hardcore base still plays but that's not necessarily the case with overwatch overwatch has stayed pretty busy for almost this entire year and uh, me and mikey were talking i think sunday yeah something like that Sunday or yesterday i can't remember and um because yes, we do speak to each other outside of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we 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 don't really hate each other, even though you might think that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we were talking, and I think that we're gonna that this Overwatch quiet period is going to last for probably I don't know, man. Like I think until the year anniversary, or until around that time. Well, I mean, the year anniversary is gonna be in May. That's not only like end of May. That would, like, it's like a literally like a month of quiet. Nah, end of May. End of okay, two months of quiet. That's a long time. That's four weeks. Yeah, but like compared to like how we've been with Overwatch, where it's just been constant bombarding of news and drama and stuff like that, like 
I mean, quiet is never a good thing for a game. You you kind of always want Buzz talking about you, so that way people are like at least know they're playing. But I mean, you can only shell out so much content, you know. Yeah. But who knows? They they said they have a spring event. Maybe. I think they said they have a spring event. Did they? I thought they said they had one. I maybe didn't hear not. anything about that. Is that your no, super maybe I just Jeff made Kaplan? that up. <laughs> maybe I just made that up. <laughs> I could have swore I heard something about a spring event. I well, I mean, there might be some rumors or something like that. I haven't heard anything. Probably about it's probably rumors. I'm not. I'm, I will not. I'm not going to confirm that rumor because I don't know. I just for some reason I thought I heard it. Yeah. Um. I mean, okay. Watch has been running it on four, you know, on, on all cylinders since it came out. And I think, um, I don't even think, wow, you know, World of Warcraft runs that type of hype train, you know? Well, not anymore. It did when it launched. Well, when it launched, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, we've had, we've had almost a year of launch hype from Overwatch, <laughs> you know? So I think oh, yeah. they, 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 they're, they're taking it down a little bit. Maybe they're uh, preparing for something big. I, I can only imagine they're going to do something nice for the year anniversary. Then uh, we did learn, I think it was last week or the week before last on the show, that um, whenever Jeff Kaplan did that AMA, that Summer Games 2017 isn't a definite thing. So I, I'm hoping they do Summer Games again, and we'll see, but it is not guaranteed. So, you know, I, I think we're going to... The, the Overwatch... Uh, uh, news fear and stuff like that's going to be a bit quiet. Maybe uh, they'll start talking in when they have more information on the Overwatch League or uh, maybe any a new map, which I am kind of expecting a new map during the summertime. And then uh, maybe, well, I think, what, did we predict three new characters this year? Three new characters, I think like three maps. I think three characters, three maps is what we said. Yeah, so, I mean, I... You know, yeah, maybe a new map and a, and a new character during the summertime. We'll see. Uh, as long as they balance, get over a uh, balanced out well, which it seems like they have. So, but I mean, Arissa seems to have come out pretty balanced right now. But we'll see. Yeah, what we'll see down the we'll line. S- we'll see what happens to her. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, Overwatch. I think they also want to. W- they kind of want to see what happens with the new games that are coming out. I mean, they can't treat every game like it's WoW or StarCraft, right? Because right. WoW does not care about other MMOs because it's World of Warcraft. Um, StarCraft does not care about other RTSs because it's StarCraft. Diablo, right. the same thing. It doesn't care about other dungeon crawlers because it's fucking Diablo. It should. It should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diablo 3, I said they should. Yeah, like, but they, they don't because Diablo... Overwatch is different. Um, Overwatch is different because, you know, you have a team-based shooter. And it's a team-based shooter that is amazing, but it still has some problems for the player base that can be rectified by other games. I think one of Overwatch's uh, biggest problems is the solo experience of Overwatch is very poor. It is very poor. Like, you know, all they have to do to fix that is make those waves, make that wave, that wave by wave content. Oh, you mean like the you horde know what mode? I'm talking about? Horde mode, yeah. Get me that horde mode. Uh, I think that. I mean, I think that'll help for sure, but. There's they could they need to make other technical changes to help with the solo experience. Like one, built in LFG. 
to better matchmaking. Like, you are never going to let that LFG go. No, they need to build an LFG. When you have a game that is so team-based, like Overwatch. Overwatch, in terms of team-based shooters, Overwatch is probably one of the most team, like, most reliant you'll have on your team that I've played, right? With You know, you have Lawbreakers coming out, and you have Quake uh, Champions coming out. Oh, I'm so worried about Quake Champions. Yeah, you roll your eyes at Quake Champions <laughs> now, because it, it has, what, you know, powers, and it's Quake or whatever. But, I mean, I've seen Quake Champions, and I'm actually kind of impressed, to, to be honest with you, from a, from a, from a shooter perspective. We'll see how it goes. Now, is Quake Champions going to take people like you, or, you know, that don't necessarily play shooters like that? You know that intense? No, I said like I said shooters like Quake. When have you played Quake? I mean, I played. I wasn't a Quake player. I played UT, but okay. Okay, and how much UT did you play? Two K four. I played a lot of Two K four. What was the average server size that you played on Two K four? Fifty, sixty. Fifty, sixty people in a UT Two K four match. Oh, on a match? Oh, oh, oh no. Map. Which is not oh, possible. I think map? the highest no. go was like 30. No, I thought you meant like people like like in a in a map. Wait, how many on people were on a map? A server? Are you talking about like on like playing versus each other or are yeah, you playing server talking about size? Like, like how many people on the server? That was so many years ago, I can't remember that. But big. It was big. It was like, you know, yeah. a lot of people. So yeah. When I say that people like you, I don't mean like you people. I don't mean it like that. What is I mean like mm-hmm. so? Quake Champions is is going to be qu- catered toward people who played Quake or people who played UT, but they played in smaller server size for, with more like with more challenging players. That was the kind of the telltale sign for those who never who didn't used to play arena shooters. If you wanted to play, this is how the community segmented itself. Back in the days of old, in the ways of old, the community would, you know, if you saw a server that had a whole bunch of players in it, it was just, it was a noob server. People would go there because it had a bunch of people in it. They could shoot rockets. They could, they could, you know, spam weapons. It was great. But if you saw a server that only allowed 10 people in it, 12 with spectators, you knew that server was like what they would call like a pro server where, you know, people were in there. They were really good. You know, and the time to live, like, during a fight was pretty low unless you knew how to move very well. It was a more skilled server. That's who Quake Champions is really geared toward. Okay. That's that that type of player. So Sounds while, like a low audience. What's that? Sounds like a low audience. It's the same people who play Quake now, which is actually pretty, it's actually a pretty good number. The same people who play Quake, who play Counter-Strike. There's a lot of people who want who play arena I'm, shooters. I'm so. not saying it won't succeed. I'm just not. Will it not have? Will say, it have Overwatch numbers? No way. No way possible. Will it have Overwatch numbers? There will be no 25 million player announcements coming from Quake Champions. Okay. But there's still the Quake Champions is Quake Champions and Lawbreakers specifically uh, can still do. Will still fill a void that Overwatch. Is Lawbreakers really gonna fill a void? I can't like in terms of if you want to play a game solo, but still with a team, and have it be good. Yes, like that you can fill that that void. Like um, Overwatch, right? You when you play by yourself, you have to not care. You have to not care. This is true. This is the most valid thing I think you said in the past five minutes. This is you have to not care. 
when you play Overwatch solo because you just get it's just an extremely frustrating experience to play by yourself and forget about playing competitive by yourself. People who play competitive solo, I don't know how you do it. I really don't know how you do it because after working all day and doing everything else I do, I don't want to be frustrated by Overwatch in that capacity. You know. True. And for people who are who are looking for a game that they can play solo and still feel good and still feel that their effort matters, yeah, like, you know, games like Quake Live and not Quake Live, sorry, but Quake Champions and uh, Lawbreakers will you know will uh, you know fill that void because unlike overwatch you can carry in those games if if you have somebody on your team that sucks or two people on your team that sucks but you're really good and you're able to outmaneuver the enemy team then in both of those games you should be able to actually pull your team to to victories and i'm pro- i'm sure both of those games will have ranked systems and those ranked systems will be able to better place you as a solo player Oh, system. for sure, because they're because you can. It's like you said, like as a solo player, you can't carry. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like it, while you know people are kind of because you're not the only person who said that. I mean, there's tons of people who are scoffing at Quake Champions. Or scoffing. I mean, I I I look forward to seeing what it can do. I'm not buying it day one. I'm waiting to see. Well, you don't have to buy it day one. You could play the free version day one, but it only comes with one character. Okay, <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, I mean, it's, it comes with the, the free version comes with one character. Are they taking? Are they taking that Paragon like aspect? To, oh no, para, that's Epic Games. That'd be more Lawbreakers kind of style, I guess. Maybe I, I, don't, I don't know. I've if never seen Bethesda do like a. I th- did, huh? did he say Lawbreakers is going to be free to play? I can't remember. It's a Nexon game. That's the only thing I really don't like about Lawbreakers. I really hope they never try to make me use the Nexon installer for it because I'll be pissed. <laughs> I'll be I don't. Super pissed about I don't it. know if Lawbreakers is what Lawbreakers is. Honestly, outside of the video, the outside of the videos I've watched of gameplay. I mean, I've actually um, played Lawbreakers, and I actually I think the, the gameplay itself is actually pretty cool. I just don't like the way it looks necessarily. I honestly thought they were going to make it look better, but you know, that's me being a shallow gamer. That's my shallow gamer coming out. But uh, I just expected to look better. But the game, the gameplay itself is actually pretty cool, and it's it plays different enough that you can play Overwatch, Lawbreakers, and Quake and Quake Champions, and they feel like three different experiences. Okay, you know, uh, Overwatch out of all those out of all these team based games, and if, even if you include Team Fortress Two, Overwatch is the one that requires the least skill. It requires the most teamwork, and that that that's where the over, the challenge of Overwatch comes in. But I do think Blizzard is going is waiting to see what happens with these team based shooters and see you know. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm not expecting a mass exodus or something like that. But at the same time, I do th- think there should be some concern, mainly because you know when players, you know, when especially people who play shooters you know, look at these games and they see that they can have a, a decent solo experience, they may start playing yeah, more. I mean, no doubt, but I think we'll see. The, I mean, it's the same, it's the same drain you see. Uh, I Well, I think they should just be watch, be careful of the slow burn. Like, eventually people are just going to, like, slow burn themselves out of this game 
if they're not careful, if they don't keep things like going pretty much, they need to keep that like treat in front of their audience and just be like, Hey, you want this? Come back and play. Or, hey, you want this or you want this and here's a new character. You know, they, they got to keep the content rolling and they have to keep the content interesting. But eventually they have to fix the game because what's the treat if you don't oh, care no. about the game? What's, what are skins I mean, if you wrong. don't care? If you don't care about, like, I'm not going to play Overwatch. Why would I want the skins? That, that's what, I don't know. That's the thing. They, I think Overwatch's biggest issue is the solo play problem. You have a lot of people who play solo. Not everybody's Mike who has a, who has six friends ready to play Overwatch the most of the times that you play. You know? Well, I'm sorry. You need to be a social butterfly. Just a little bit. I'm not even talking about me. I'm talking about a lot of I'm people just, here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a lot of people who, or, you know, they live in different countries and, you know, they mm-hmm. may not be able to meet up with people and they just no, can't I, do it. I, I get it. Like, it's hard. Like, it sometimes all you have is yourself, and that sucks. And you want to play Overwatch. Like, I mean, it's, I would love to play Overwatch competitive like, all the time. But the problem is that I, I just can't get people. I can't. If I can't get a team of six, it's not worth it. You know, and that's that's one of the biggest issues. And I honestly think that's not an issue with the gameplay. Like, they can't balance the game. If they balance the game to fix the solo experience in Overwatch, it wouldn't be Overwatch. It would be awful. Yeah, it would be awful. Yeah, it, w- it, w- it wouldn't. It wouldn't be Overwatch. What they need to do is they need to provide tools in game for people to link up with uh, each other. They need to build have a uh, a built in LFG or a built in team builder. They do. Like, if you want to play competitive, you can start up a team. Like, hey, I'm looking for the people in these slots, and then they put a team builder together. I mean, that's that's they need to do. They need, yep. they need, now they need to work more on community tools than ever if they want to keep people playing the game. Uh, so yeah, that, I think that the, the, the future of Overwatch relies on that in the long run. Because they, I mean, let's be honest, most shooters only last for a few years uh, unless you're talking Counter-Strike. You know, What if they do Overwatch 2? I guess they could, but why would do Overwatch 2 when they consider Overwatch to be a service. They don't, you know. Well, no, but I mean, like, they, yeah, Destiny was a service. Did we not just get a Destiny two? Destiny like was not a service. Destiny was a, was a package <laughs> product. But was it? But wasn't that what they were saying? No, like, they weren't. Weren't they like they had a ten year plan and all that kind of shit? No, they had a ten year plan for the franchise. Destiny was always oh, going to get okay. a Destiny two. Destiny two was supposed to come out last September, but they, mm. they pushed it back. But Blizzard runs all of their games as services. That's why you're not going to get a World of Warcraft 2. They're just going to update the engine and give you an expansion. We're not going to get a Heroes of the Storm 2. We're not going to get a Hearthstone 2. I think StarCraft 2 was the last of the twos. <laughs> you know, I think I think in terms of StarCraft, they may produce another like like another StarCraft and call it like like it's just another StarCraft expansion. Diablo, maybe that's a different story. Diablo, I don't know, you may get a Diablo 4 or something like that, but I can't see us getting Overwatch 2, especially since the story of Overwatch doesn't seem to be a huge factor for them, you know? Well, the, unless they decide to actually make a single-player campaign at any time. And they could just wrap that into Overwatch itself if they decide to do yep. that. Yeah, if they decide to do that. Yeah, but no, I think... um. I think it's going to be interesting because, like I said, last year was a great year for shooters. Overwatch came out, Doom was out, you know, so, like, 
But this year, that was it. <laughs> still, that was that's it. all Bring you need. Sure. Between Overwatch and Doom, it was a fucking phenomenal year for first-person shooters. Yeah, you got a good single-player campaign. You got good multiplayer out of one or the other. Well, I, Doom's multiplayer was phenomenal, actually. No, yes, it was. You don't get. No. You played it on console. You played it on console. It's not the same thing. Doom multiplayer. Okay. When I play it on PC, is fucking great. <laughs> okay, but um. No, like this year is going to be a little different because now they're going to have more direct competition. And those games, Lawbreakers and Quake Champions, they, they're not going to draw the same audience. Overwatch has so many people uh, because it drew people who did not play shooters into playing a shooter. And that's Yeah, the they had those gone. waifus for the anime crowd. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um- <laughs> And that's one of the and that's one of the reasons why Overwatch did as well. That's why Overwatch has twenty five million active players, actually more now. Um, is it is their number still growing? I figured it would have petered out by now. Like they'd start losing. I think they count everybody who who participates when they have the free weekends too. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure. So they say they have twenty five million accounts. I think Destiny did the same thing when they were trying to fluff their numbers, but so twenty five million is nothing to. To, to scoff at you know that's that's still a lot so um but at the same time i think um they do stand to lose competitive players and some of the the the, the some of the shooter base because of that like you know going pro in overwatch is tough because you have to find a team right like that that's kind of that's kind of a that's kind of a big deal when if you're trying to go pro in a shooter cuz you know Bethesda's going to throw money into Quake Champions and the competitive scene the game is built for esports the game is built for esports same thing with Lawbreakers it is built for esports and it'll be easier for individuals to to shine in those cases so yeah that's why i think uh they need they need to watch out for but i'm curious to see what happens but in terms of overwatch itself they definitely need to work on that solo experience that's probably the biggest thing they need to work on is the solo experience and that's that can only come from having community tools built into the game okay so they need to fix sr they need to do solo experience keep content flowing uh ban people that buy that pay for matches and what else what else did they say we need to get them working on comics yeah <laughs> well they have different teams and for video and, and videos right yeah i'm just saying like they have a lot to do still yeah but if i was gonna make a priority i would definitely say they need to work on those that those team builders now i think that would bring a lot of people back to the game the people that stuff stop playing yeah maybe yeah well you don't know because you always have somebody to play with <laughs> but <I'm> well <laughs> i mean like the problem is, I feel like for the people who have stopped playing, it's like, I don't know if that's what's going to make them come back. Well, a lot of people have stopped playing because of the terrible solo experience. Right, but then, like, I think not only do you have to fix it, but you're going to have to come out with something else as well. Okay, so they, they come out with a team-building utility or a built-in LFG, and then... And then Doomfist drops, and then we're good, because everyone will fucking come back the minute Doomfist gets released. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Depends what else is happening in the, in the uh, gaming sphere at that point. That's true. You know, because, you know, you do some some games just lose out. Like, for example, like, it's very unlikely that I'm going back to Destiny at this point because I, I'm I not. just lost interest <laughs> in it. And there's so much other stuff out. It's just kind of like, why bother? So, 
Uh, yeah. We'll see. But uh yeah, I think that's gonna wrap us up. I think we're good here. Um Yep. Yeah, uh we are still looking for Overwatch stories if you have them. If you have any I mean that's that's the thing. If you that's just a part of, you know, when you reach out to us, if you have any uh funny stories, surprising, angry stories to tell, definitely let us know. And we uh if we like it, we'll put them on the show. Uh here in my notes I have suggestions for the fiftieth episode. That has expired. <laughs> that, that time has what? passed. What? No way. Ideas for the episode we're recording right now has expired. That time has what? passed. Uh, but we do have Xbox and PS4 communities. We have Xbox clubs uh, and PS4 communities. I have to fix that. But they're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch for those who um, want to get in- want to get involved directly with us on console and on uh, PC. Actually, any platform. You can join our Discord, which is discord.mash4 dot me so discord dot mash the number four dot me and that'll get you connected uh, which there are more people using discord now so uh yeah come join the conversation there uh as always always talk about heroes of overwatch uh, that group on facebook which uh, has a lot of people who love playing overwatch and uh, they'll help you out if you're looking for a group to play with so uh yeah check them out here's overwatch on facebook uh let's see what else we got here well yeah that's it so, um, thanks for listening. As always, uh, we're available on the following pla- podcast platforms. We're on iTunes for iOS, uh, Overcast for iOS, um, iTunes regardless. Sorry, it's getting a little late here, so that's where I kind of kind of messing up here. Um, we're on Google Play Music. We're on Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, and SoundCloud. And uh, we have an RSS feed available for those who uh, want have their own podcatcher that I didn't mention. Links are available for each platform right on the Mashes Buttons website. We're on Twitter.com slash MTB site, Facebook.com slash Mashes Buttons, and YouTube.com slash Mashes Buttons, uh, as well as Twitter.com slash Watchpoint Radio. That is the official Twitter account uh, for Watchpoint Radio, so you can join us there. Um, Mike, why don't you tell me where they can find you? They can find me at K-E-Y underscore L-O-C-K-E underscore, so key underscore lock with an E at the end underscore. Okay. And uh, like like I said before, we always enjoy hearing from you guys. So uh, you can reach out to us uh, via email if you want to at WPR at MashThoseButtons.com. But you can also talk to us on Twitter or on Facebook, SoundCloud, leave a comment on the website. It doesn't make a difference. If we live stream, you come talk to us there like Steve has been doing tonight. Um, Steve and Dre. But um, shout out to Stephen Dre. Shout out to Stephen Dre. Even though there's more of you in the chat, I mean, there's more of you watching. I can see that, but just nobody's talking. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, we always like to hear from you guys. Like you know, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, about anything we talked about, definitely let us know. If you enjoyed the show and you want to, uh, you know, help us out, the best way to help us out and support the podcast right now is to share the podcast with others and to rate and review the podcast on your platform of choice. That is a huge help. So thanks for that. And uh, I encourage you to stay tuned after the show, except if you're on the live stream because you're not going to hear it. But I say to you, you can stay tuned after the show uh, to hear what's coming up this week on Mash's Buttons. And you can go to mashesbuttons.com slash shows to see all of our podcasts. So as always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys next week. See you on the next one. Take care.
Hey guys, it's Ja. I just want to add something to the end of the show here. Something that we forgot to bring up during the actual show. And I apologize for not doing so. Uh, but um, it was getting late. We started late, which was, you know, my fault. And I could see that Mikey was actually, it was getting tired. If you were in a live stream, you could probably see that Mikey was getting tired. You might even hear it on the show uh, today. So um, I, I want to go ahead and wrap up the show. But the thing I forgot to bring up because we were in a rush toward the end is I really, I forgot to say thank you to everybody who listens to the show. Uh, especially uh, those who, you know, listen to the show week for week. And some of you don't even play Overwatch anymore. I know you don't play Overwatch anymore. You still listen to our show, and that means a lot to us. And there's some of you, obviously, who've been listening longer than others. Uh, some of you have been listening from the beginning, and we really appreciate every last one of you. Uh, I've gotten a chance to meet quite a few of you through uh, playing on console or playing on PC and I, everybody I've run into has been awesome so far. And uh, it's been a really great opportunity and I, and I, and I like that. And I'm just happy to be able to, to meet you guys and interact with you guys when I can. I know recently uh, me personally, I have not been playing on consoles that much. I haven't been playing overwatch that much. I mean, if you listen to the show tonight, I haven't played in two weeks uh, because of other things that are going on. And I'm hoping to get back into the mix very soon and playing with you guys again. But uh, it's just, uh, I, I just wanted to say thank you very much for listening to us ramble week for week. Uh, you, you know, we know that time is valuable and you choose to spend, you know, roughly about 90 minutes on average with us a week uh, to, to, to listen to us talk about Overwatch and then also come back and uh you know talk to us in discord or send us emails and stuff like that that's really cool and it makes it very worth it for us to do that so uh, i want from the bottom of my heart i wanted to thank you guys i'm pretty sure mikey feels the same uh that you know he he really appreciates uh he thinks it's really cool uh that we have people who listen to the show on a regular basis and it keeps us going so you know we want to thank you guys very much for being there for us and uh thank you for getting us to 50 episodes and we're we're hoping to do 50 more uh you know as long as we can we're going to keep doing this podcast and talk about overwatch and its community we're also looking to improve the show and we have some ideas on that so you know hopefully more on that very soon but like i said thank you guys very much and we will catch you next time thank you for choosing a mash those buttons podcast Here's what's coming up this week on Mash Those Buttons. On Monday, March 27th, Jorge, David, and Jordan transmit in orbit. This week, talking about Destiny 2 leaks, patch 2.6.0, and the return of elemental primaries. On Tuesday, March 28th, Nick and Katie continue their quest to educate you on WoW lore on the Torn and the Goblin. This week, talking Chronicle 2 and Arakoa. On Wednesday, March 29th, Jared and Mikey bring you the latest in Overwatch and its community on Watchpoint Radio. This week, celebrating their 50th episode, talking players taking competitive matches hostage, and gaming the SR system with unpopular characters. Also on Wednesday, Crash Tag and Meza bring you the latest in fighting games and the FGC on Double Tap. This week, talking new characters, best pop-off for the year so far, and are they going to Japan for Evo? On Friday, March 31st, Mike, Rob, and Luke bring you SitRep Radio, talking to the latest in the division and the state of the game. 
To find more information on all of our shows, go to mashthosebuttons.com slash shows. And to see our full podcast schedule, visit mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule.